Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to And Another Thing. My name is Maureen O'Connell. And I'm Emma Doran. And this is the podcast where we're contributing to, but not adding value in any way, to the conversation. Today is the year in review. We're ending the year as we started it with everyone feeling like shite. But you do sound really sick. Like you I sound have sick. tea on the go, lemsip, water. <laughs> My mother's texting me every four minutes try this, do this, do that. I'm like, it's just, it's just, and I swear to God, the amount of COVID tests I've taken, the amount, like my nose. I think you, a you cocaine addict at this stage. are the only two people in the country who are still testing. Everyone, who, what? You and Shane Dan Byrne are the only two people in the country still testing. I'm not, everyone was going, why are you taking a test? Yeah. It's like, because everyone is like, stop testing. Just no, COVID doesn't exist anymore. There's no more testing. Everyone's like, la, 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 la. You're very was, responsible, though. I was running out. I think I took two tests, one last night, one yesterday. I took another one during the show today. I was running out, stuffing stuff up my nose in the middle of the Ireland day. Oh, you got yeah. the drippy nose. Or what? no, you have the drippy nose. I don't know. You know, when you have to take, can you remember? Did, remember when did you ever, have you ever done a test? No, I was like, no. Nah. No, I have. Look, I used to be doing them all the time like everyone else. And do you know what I, the, the, the test you do on yourself is grand. It's when you have to get the test done. It can go, It can be one to a hundred, depending on the person who's taking it. But my mother, who was a nurse, said that she had a theory that women doing the test were rougher than men because women are just like, ah, you'd be grand. Yeah. And they've that kind of a higher right. pain threshold. And they're, they're just, not to generalize, but women are more used to pain than men. Let's just be real. Yeah. It's fact. Like, it's fact. Fact. Uh, uh, who's going to dispute? Who's going to fight us? No. I'm, I'm high as a kite in Lemsip. You've yeah. got your elves. Oh, no. Fight us. I'm, I'm liable to say anything now. And you're not in good enough health to stop me. I'm not. I'm not ready to stop you defaming us and getting us sued. <laughs> 
one other thing I will say about men is, do you know when you take <laughs> where did this come from? I've just had a week of it now and it's only fucking Tuesday. <laughs> you know when you take paracetamol, you just take two paracetamol or whatever it is and you get on today. And men are so unused to taking painkillers that they start reading the instructions. They're like, oh, I'll only just take a half of one. And you're like, bitch, just take two every four hours. And um, what? Well, just everything's going to be fine. Also, can we talk about the pharmacy thing? Hiya, can I get, no, no, the max strength, max strength, cold and flu there. That'd be great. Um, and some paracetamol. Ah, no, no, no. Couldn't be, couldn't be giving you paracetamol. What? What? Yeah. It's the ibuprofen. It's sitting, it's looking at you. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have intravenous drug users that come in here and fair play to them. No shaming, all that sort of stuff. But I just want, you can clearly see, and she's looking at me like this. I was like, I've tested nine times in the last few days. Don't, I do not have COVID. And she's staring at me like, I'm assuming with everyone that comes into the pharmacy at the minute, they're like, you've got fucking COVID now. You've got, you've got it and you're going to give it. Yeah. I'm like, I do not have it. Just give me the goddamn because I have, I've got nothing left. Like, I think I took every single ibuprofen tablet that I had from America and there was like a thousand of them. Um, so that's good. But those things, no. <gasps> oh, Jesus, Salpatine. No. Oh, God, no. No. You'll go out. Yeah. You'll run naked through the streets and you'll bring about the downfall of humanity if we give you salpidine without you proving that you take a tampon out of you right now in in the chemist and then then you can get then you can get some salpidine what well, i just think of it i remember giving birth and i had natural births and i think it was on l it must be my first and i had a hemorrhoid that was like a siamese twin <laughs> that's how big it was like, i'll give you a couple of paracetamol and i was like sorry what <laughs> excuse me i need surgery to have this removed and we're talking about parasit wash yeah now you my, need, you a need. friend of mine who's a gp and she's like her thing is like women should be knocked out when they put the coil in because she's like the amount of women that pass out from the pain of putting that in and they're like nah it's fine and she's like like it's really sore like this is it's utter pain and the medical counselor are like no nah, they're grand don't worry about it they're fine they, they don't read. They don't read. They don't read the instructions on paracetamol when they take them. They can handle this. Anyway. I was looking into the um, the IUD and then I read, was I saying this to you, that you have to check the string. <laughs> you have to check the string every so often to make sure it's there. And I was like, I'm out. No. No. I have no. nothing to be checking. I've got my keys. i got my phone. I've got my IUD string. Okay, off we go. It's like no so I'm going to keep taking the pill and if I have a heart attack or a blood clot so be it so be it because this is our podcast which is the year in review everybody yeah. they're happening everywhere everything you're watching on telly on tiktok it's all year in review and we are sheeple it seems like the longest year ever okay can I also say that at the end of every year everyone says that doesn't it feel like the longest year, you'll say the exact same thing yeah, next we year. We still had COVID at the start of the year. We still have COVID now. Last Christmas was Christmas COVID. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, because I remember I had quit my uh, job at like the end of August, September. And then with the whole Christmas plague thing and things still weren't, things were closed down again. I was just like, 
oh god I've made a terrible mistake and I remember January last year work-wise was so quiet I was like I was literally like did you do you see like gmail being down today or something because I haven't gotten any emails in days people still weren't in the office they weren't in the office they were out like driving was still great there wasn't the road rage on the roads and now everyone everyone's forgotten how to say thank you if you let someone out just arseholes everywhere I think COVID has made people so much ruder were kids were kids back to school some schools were closed last January back see Jesus Christ I can't even remember I think this is this September so this like part of the school year is the first time that we've had a full big long stint with no yeah yeah I don't wouldn't want to go back to any lockdowns but like if we had one for a week maybe just a quick little lockdown I always think about those you know when you were doing your leaving search or a big exam in school yeah and you just go, if we could just have a little, a little earthquake, just so that I didn't have to do the exam tomorrow. And then the fact that the pandemic happened for those kids in leaving their ear, like it actually happened. It, it, it worked out for like two years. It happened. And they all got these inflated grades that it's like, oh, you, you've never looked, you've never opened your Irish book. There's an A. Well, my lovely Ella obviously did her leaving search during lockdown. But I was shaking her because when I did my lock or when I did my lockdown, when I did my leaving cert, yeah. Don't forget, I had just had a baby 13 days ago. So I was shaking her, going, Do you realize how lucky you fucking are? How lucky. I prayed for natural disasters. I I could have I couldn't have even imagined if I had had a lockdown that year, my life would have been so different. I would have gotten to hide the whole pregnancy. I wouldn't have people in school going to me, say, still with my What's going on? <laughs> I had a principal as a nun who we went and told that I was pregnant. And then she forgot. And she said to me in front of the whole year, why are you in your tracksuit bottoms? I was like, because someone's pregnant, Sister Basil. She didn't. I swear to God. I don't think they knew how good they had it. The fact that they had a lockdown for their leaving cert year. I mean, if I had had that, oh my God. I do forget that like your children have so much to live up to when it comes to, in my day, because you genuinely gave birth to a baby 13 days before you had to go and do English paper one. Like it's just, they can never win. They will never, ever be able to win the game of in my day and school through the fields with no shoes on. Like you, you win hands down. Oh, but do you know what? And I, I hate myself for it because even like the other week there, I was saying to Shane, so Ella's like very studious, very together. She has a part-time job. She doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. Like she's the most together person I know. But I'd be there going, she's going out again. She's going to the cinema with her mates now. She went the other night for dinner. What's going on? He's like, she's 19, Emma. That's what 19-year-olds do. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> Whereas you're like, I didn't live this experience. I was just like, oh yeah, of course, that's what you are meant to do when you're 19. Yeah, you're meant to have fun with your friends. And it could be every time she says to me, I'm going out, I'm like, well, for some, the <laughs> look of confusion, she's just like, I've finished my exams. Like, I love the delayed rage. And it's like, I was like, literally nothing to do with me. Not like, I know no. I came out of you, but dude, that was, 
It's Court time was your call. So everyone was still sick. Everything was quiet. No one was doing anything. You had spent the, the Christmas like doing corporate Zooms, which was just, I'd say, soul destroying. And then things started coming back to normal. Like I remember starting doing red carpets. And then in March, we have to talk about the, the slap. That is insane. That slap. Okay, first of all, what did you make of it when it happened? So I was watching it live because I stay up and watch yes, all the yeah. stupid bloody red carpets. So it's Will Smith, obviously, at the Oscars, and he got up and slapped Chris Rock. Yeah. And I was going to go to bed. And I swear to God, I've never been so happy that I didn't go to bed because it was the first piece of news since February 2020 that wasn't goddamn COVID. I was like, this yes. is it. We're back on the road to recovery. And Will Smith has lost his mind just like everybody else because for that moment you're sitting there going this is a bit right this is a yeah like an actual slap and then I, I just sat there goggled eyed and it was really like I was about to start shouting like there's the tv and behind if anyone's watching this or if we've got the clip where I'm pointing that's where the roommate sleeps and I'm sitting there watching tv I was like ah! four o'clock in the morning he was like I don't care I don't care please fuck off because I was like, this is huge. This is huge news. Huge. And it was. It was huge. And I think it let us all know that Will Smith, as I've always thought, Will Smith and Tom Cruise, the crazy eyes, they're robots. Oh, did you think that about him before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole Will Jada thing. It's weird. The, well, the fake yeah. Scientologist. We are Scientologists. We're not. We're never going to say that we're Scientologists. And the red table talk and going around and speaking about their open marriage. And I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know. I don't want, I don't want to know. And yeah. his, we're, oh my God. And then I listened to an episode of Celebrity Memoir Book Club about his book and how the first time that he let Jada, that he was getting Jada to meet his grandmother, who was very important in his life. He timed it so as that as Jada came in the door to the sitting room in his house, he was playing a movie where she had a sex scene and she was really uncomfortable in that sex scene. And that was playing as she walked in the door to meet his grandmother. Like the grandmother was sitting there watching the sex scene like this. The man is mad. How creepy is that? So bizarre. So I just, when you were saying about that sex scene, I just had this flashback to Christmas in my cousin's house and their granddad was there. And you know the way, like when you have one TV and we're all watching Braveheart. Yeah. Oh. And there's like probably like 20 of us in the room and it's like pin drop, you know, the sexy scene. And we're all like kids going like, oh God, what's going to go on? And then the granddad just, it's like a Father Jack thing. He just goes, bullshit. When I saw the slap, I thought, I still thought it was a, a bit, a joke or whatever until like, the next day or if not a couple of days after yeah. I just couldn't get my head around that it'd be a real that it was a real thing I think I even I uh, anytime if I get a call from somebody in news talk it's always that they want me to go on and talk about cancel culture and comedy and I'm just like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> I'm just like I, what but <laughs> They were asking about that. And I was like, no, no, it was all, I was like, it must have been staged or something. And then I was like, after the fact, I was like, oh God, it wasn't. I was just like, what the fuck's going on there? And the open marriage thing. I'm all for, go for it. All good. But is it, no, but it, am I buying it? I've watched her skin routine. 
she does not have time for an open relationship. Have you seen, there's like 25 steps. <laughs> Looks amazing. But she unless time for an, you make time for an open relationship when you're like, I cannot be doing He's having a sneaky ride and he's taking it from behind over the sink while she's doing the bits. She doesn't there, have she, She's a woman, she's a multitasker. She doesn't have to read the instructions on how to take oh, her. Yeah. As you've said, the woman can make time. But it did, it did. I always liked Will Smith. So it did kind of, I wouldn't no. say ruin him for me, but I did kind of go, uh. It's ever since his friendship with when someone becomes really close friends with Tom Cruise, that's when I know, oh, you're a robot. Oh, you're you're a robot. Yeah. As someone who loves the Mission Impossible movies, it's still like, you know, if we watch Going Clear, it's very hard not to take the man seriously after that. Like he does believe. I just find it really uncomfortable watching him on chat shows laughing hysterically at stuff and you're just like do you have any idea what that person's saying because there's a cue has happened in his brain a cue has happened in his brain that's like this is where a human would laugh and then he goes (laughs) that's what happens with tom cruise he doesn't have normal cues so it's his robot brain going uh, this is the normal and a response to this is oh pretend you have to go to the toilet because you have to pretend that you've got bodily functions like yeah but it was so weird it was such a weird response it was so weird and then watching like all of these other a-list celebrities like do you remember like will smith actually won an oscar which is not what we remember the oscars for he actually did win an oscar and then um watching all these other celebs going up and being like oh my god are you okay babes basically are you okay hon like as though they were in the toilets in a nightclub being like oh my god don't mind what he did to you it was like he made a joke and he didn't know about her alopecia and just her her face just went whatever and will smith is laughing because again his robot brain is going everyone else is laughing laugh now here and he looks at Jada and then his robot brain goes, she's not happy. And then he just gets up and does that. Fully, fully Tom Cruise. It all goes back to Tom Cruise. I'm convinced of it. Do you remember Liam Payne get, being interviewed and talking about it? Now, there's what was going on there. He was totally fine. He hadn't taken any nefarious substances. He just had a Bacardi <laughs> brain. The label of the paracetamol again. That was in March. And then we move on to, where were you on the 3rd of April? 2022, Emma. Jenna, I'll probably get me car fucking NCT because that's what I'm doing. You were taking the census. Oh, yes. Yes. It was and a good this, one this time. What? It was a good one this time, though, wasn't it? Well, this time, the 3rd of April, it was the very first time that there was a time capsule <laughs> option that's going to be revealed in 100 years time in 2122. So did you use the time capsule option? Do you, What do you think? Absolutely fucking not. Uh, no, I absolutely did. I'm joking. You sure you know me? I love my little scribble tell story. No, I... No, if men could learn how to take paracetamol in 100 years time, that'd be great. <laughs> Also, if they're still fucking wearing matching pajamas, I'm out. I'll be turning in my grave. No, it was all very nice. I filled in the whole thing. I wrote a big, it was a real like today our news is. It was that kind of energy off it. Because I wrote a whole, I just wrote about our, our like everyday life. And then when I went back through it, I'm like, 
well, I've kind of already talked. You've already filled in about like schools and how do you get to school and stuff. So I was like, well, first paragraph, this is a bit of a waste. But I like that because Shane does the census because he likes forms. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. And then he said, you can do the little creative bit there at the end. So can I, I just like, say, I think this is this is where men do shine. Love the census. Getting it all right. Remember once I was so intimidated by having to fill out my own part of the census in my parents' house that when it came to religion, like dad looking at me over my shoulder, kind of going, you can do this, you can do this. I put down Catholic and he looked at me and then I put in parentheses Roman because it's so different. Yeah, what's the feeling with that? I don't, I never understand. Like, what? We're all, is there another, like when you're Catholic, you're Catholic, right? We're all Roman Catholic. I've never heard of it. And dad was like, well done, well done. You got to be specific on the census. Well done. Well done. Even if you didn't get it right the first time. Men love a form. Yeah. And did you put in the little story part of your one? I think I wrote something, but it was basically none of this matters. What the fuck? Sort of, a, you know, existential crisis. Did you just, did you just try check or SVP? I don't know why that gave me such a chuckle. I still click into all the articles. I still, I swear to God, I still click into them. Outrage of what the Bob was wearing an arm to have. Fuck off. What was she wearing today? Like, oh, this cardigan. <laughs> and I'll have seen you that day. Just look at that. And you're like, I was I was there when I saw her wearing that. Oh yeah, we went for tea that day. I love that somebody I'm the clicks. I'm the clicks. <laughs> this is someday Maureen shares lunch with famous friend and it's you. <laughs> oh my god. I love it, RSVP. I love it. I do hope people know that it's not me. Like I don't do that. Come on, you've got a massive PR bill every month. Yeah. Pushing out this story. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, famous friend, famous friend, having lunch with a famous friend. It's all good. I was asked the other day, were we sisters? I get this with loads of people. I think I've just got one of those faces. I think it's that and people begging people I know from home begging. <laughs> can you please make Emma stop calling your mother Fanta Fubes? Did really, really? I have to see her every day in the shopping center. Tell her to stop doing it. So that's what I put my mother's name down in, in the sense that her official name. Fanta Pubes, yeah. In the census. So you, did, so you did the lovely little A Day in the Life of the Dorans. Yeah, I did. I thought it'd be nice because I was like, oh, fine got something like that from somebody I was related to a hundred years ago. I quite like it. Actually, can I tell you this? There is a ghost in our house. Well, this has taken a turn. We're never going to get, go on. No, I know, sorry. Is it since you've gotten the house done? Yeah, so we found a, an old school report from, um, I think the seventies up in the attic. So I was like, Grant, okay, fine. No big deal. Then the other day, Shane was opening the one of the drawers in the kitchen. And he's like, oh, that's stuck for some reason. And he pulled it back and there was a photo stuck in the back. Now, this kitchen has been painted and obviously we've put all our own stuff into the kitchen since we've moved in. 
how did the photo get there? It's definitely some sort of ghost trying to send us a message. How did the photo, so have the drawers been there since, since the seven, since you didn't replace the drawers, right? No, we didn't replace the drawers, but they were taken out and cleaned and everything and painted. They were, the whole drawer was cleaned and painted. All right, Inspector Clouseau, whatever, maybe not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm really Agatha Christie over here oh, being like, did you actually take them out and paint them? That's the solving of the ghostly riddle, the ghostly riddle of Rathfarnham. Oh, do you know what it is? It's actually your flasher in the back of it, just ready to pop out of your drawer. I'm just saying, there's something I'll have to get onto Mary Tea Leaves. There's something going on in the house. <laughs> just can we make sure that we get that in? That goes in the memoir. That should have been in the time capsule, that story. I really do think that's what it is. So we've got we've got loads of people in Ireland now. Um, yes. So we've beaten the potato famine. We've got the highest population figure since 1841, over 5 million. Sorry, since 1851, 49% male, 51% female. And still, there's a gender pay gap. Oh, yeah, always bringing it back to the gender pay gap. Even though there's more of us. Fucking more of us, babe. More of us. It's mad, isn't it? Rise up. Rise up on the paracetamol. Okay, I think... Wouldn't it be cool if we could get it like that it was 60-40? I think it'd be a bit hard on some people, you know? Like the, the diminishing the diminishing scale of being able to have sex then if you're at 60-40. Although, lesbianism, grand. Yeah. Yeah. 60-40, I think, could be a good... Hello to all of our male listeners. You're very much welcome. To- <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, we're going to move. We're going to move on because uh, we need to. So that's that's in that's in April. Then in the twelfth yeah. of May, a moment that will change TV for all of time. That was when Kendall Jenner uh, was on her program, The Kardashians, and she didn't know how to cut a cucumber. It will go down in time as just a beautiful thing. Can you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. The less said about that, the better. We'll move on to May and sticking with the Kardashians. Yeah. Kim K at the Met Gala. Who? Lost 16 pounds in 21 days in order to fit into a fucking dress. I just thought that was all so odd because, I mean, beautiful dress, but it's not like when you saw the dress, you know, the way like obviously she would have had iconic dresses or like Princess Diana would have had iconic things that when you saw them, you said, oh, well, that's, yeah, you know, it's iconic or whatever. I don't know why. I'm like, why did she bother? Nobody would have known that it was Marilyn's dress if she hadn't told us. Well, I suppose it was a big part of the storyline. It also that that lie that has been perpetuated for decades that Marilyn Monroe was a curvy size 12 and Kim Kardashian, who's the smallest woman, who is a tiny, tiny, tiny Barbie style woman, couldn't fit yeah. into this tiny, tiny, tiny dress. It's like, well, she wasn't a size 12. Um, I just I just thought that the losing that much weight. Yeah, I thought it was a bit sad. It was a bit, it was a bit 90s, wasn't it? I was like, oh, I thought we'd kind of moved on from that. A bit 90s, a bit just because just I hate it. And she's, you know, she compared herself to actresses who have to gain weight and lose weight or actors who have to gain weight and lose weight for roles. And that's what she's doing. And of course, she always has to feed the beast of being Kim Kardashian. But it did just make me really sad as to be. Like being a celebrity at your stature, it's no crack. 
Like you just starved yourself to fit into a dress that you wore for less than 10 minutes. And then you just put on a replica of it. Like, I know. And then she had, she had her hair. Now, what was the story with her hair? Her hair was completely peroxide blonde as well. Yeah, she dyed all that. So between the, the rapid weight loss and the hair, I'm surprised she has a, a hair in her head left. Oh, yeah. But a lot of the, what they use is wigs. I think she did peroxide her hair for that. But they use an awful lot of wigs. But also, you know, when you go to these things, I'm like, so you sat there. You didn't have a drink. You couldn't eat anything because you yeah. wouldn't eat anything in the dress. Where is the fun in these things? Like, I'm always looking at, you know, I was looking at Rita Ora at a thing there recently. Rita, Rita Ora. And she was just she was wearing nothing. Fair place where you do you. It's grand. But, I'm like, but you don't get to have any fun. Like you don't get to sit down yeah. and have your rubber chicken or your salmon and seven glasses of wine. Like, where's the fun in going to these things? They don't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like any crack being a celebrity. Yeah. It's, it, no, don't. What does Rita Ora do? Does anybody know? No one's ever found out. No one knows. Do you know a song? Do, Why? Like... That's what I ask everyone. I'm like, do you know a song of Rita Ora's? And they almost, they could almost get the Calvin Harris one, but then they, but then they go into the Rihanna, we fell in love with a hopeless place. And I'm like, no, no, that's not her Calvin Harris one. Name a Rita Ora song. I've gotten close before, but it was a Jesse J song. It's fascinating. Isn't it fascinating? Yeah. But I just, this whole weight loss thing before. I mean, OK, if you have to do for a movie and you have to get in, in shape and have a certain diet and whatever. I understand. Yeah. I still think it's stupid, but yeah, okay, I understand it. But that, yeah, I just found it very depressing getting into the dress. Big whoop. And who cared? Who cared? Nobody actually cared. About her being able to get into the dress. Nobody gave no. a shit. That was the thing. Yeah. I guess was supported on it, but like nobody gave a shit. Like she would have looked incredible no matter what she wore. People did. Now, people did, but I agree with you. Like Kim Kardashian, she would have looked incre- incredible. Yeah. Amazing. It's just the starving herself. I just, oh my God, there's no fun. Like I look at JLo sometimes. I'm like, do you have any fun? Do you have any fun? Then again, if I thought that, you know, children brought joy to lives, then maybe I'd realize that they're. <laughs> there's not, look, my kids are better cracked than JLo, 100%. I can tell you that. 100%. Yeah, Couldn't agree more. Um, so Kim K is losing all this weight. She's losing body fat. And if she'd been in Ireland, she would have been like, lads, I'm going to be freezing in the winter. Because around May, it's when we all started going, sorry, what's up? What's going on there? Why is ener- energy doing what now? The energy prices, Emma. Emma Doran. It became the new weather, didn't it? Jesus, it's been a great bit of drawing today there in the weather. Jesus, you see the energy prices are going to go up. It became the new weather in Ireland. It really did. Now, it did become the new weather, but I will tell you something. I am not fucking about with an error anytime soon. With a what? Like a clothes horse, an error, whatever you want to call it. I tumble dry my clothes all through the year. You hate the planet. So you just hate the planet. That's what yeah, you're saying. I'm right sorry. Now no, I'm just, that's what's happening. I, it just has to be done. Now I'm trying, I did see a recent bail and I was just like, Jesus. Oh, again, is this, <laughs> is this Shane's department? That was the form. Well, no, we, we both kind of look after different bills and we did a kind of guess how much, guess how much. 
And it took me a few fucking guesses. I was like, yeah, see, I don't take care of any of the bills and it's just a bit going, you're going to have to hike up that um that direct debit there. I was like, am I? Why is that? And then he went, because the bill. And I looked at it and I almost fell off the couch because we are an airing household. Like, as you can see here, this is the Why size of the house. Airing? Why are you airing? Come on. Because where are we going to put a dryer? We don't have a tumble dryer. Are you insane? I'd put it out on, I'd put it out the front. I'd just, <laughs> I wouldn't care. I'd put a throw over it and pretend it's a chair. If I was you. Where the fuck are you putting an air in that gap? So we put it where I'm sitting right now or we put it in the, the spare room in here. No, life's too short. Life is too fucking short. You can actually see it there. I have it down at the minute because I've yeah. taken all the clothes off it. No. And there's another batch of clothes ready to go onto the airer. No, and we've got it's just, I know. bit of fire and that's how we, there we go now. No, not, no, 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 no. But I don't think I use a, a dryer anyway, because I was brought up by, you know, ma'am, who we always have a dryer, but it's used for special occasions. Oh, it's special occasions or emergencies or, no, yes. we constantly use the dryer. And even when, <laughs> when someone needs a shirt, a shirt is put into the tumble dryer with an ice cube <sighs> instead of getting out the iron. Oh, you're Mrs. Hack. I love, now I love that. Yeah, so that's what happens in our house. But like, I really, I want to, I want the people of Ireland to free themselves from the clothes horse. I think we deserve it as a nation to treat ourselves to fucking tumble dryers. I know the price of energy is ridiculous, but I'd rather, I'd rather wear eight jumpers in my house than to be fucking about with an error. Emma, if you take away Irish people being able to say great drying out today who are we as a nation who are we we'd lose our national identity yeah I know I know I know like do you have do you have a washing line outside no cut it down when we moved in that's it you're all revoked revoked citizenship revoked get her off the census odd time if it was really if it was really like, you know, you know, those three days during the summer where it's nice, I'll bring, I'll put the air outside and air the clothes. So you have one? Oh, it might have actually, in fairness, we've had a few skips, so it might have gone in the skip. I actually think it has gone in the skip. The clothes horse has gone in the skip? Yeah. Dead. You're dead. I just, where you, that's it. We cannot, that's, I'm going to spend the rest of my life texting you going, great dry now today. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> But the added the price energy, it did feel like we just uh, we got over COVID and then it just started kicking off with other stuff, didn't it? Oh yeah, like we can't like there we we can't have nice things. It, no, there has to be some catastrophe. Like oh, this is great, everything's great, and then it just started to go to the shits again. And and what did start going to the shits again was because when we got over COVID and people were allowed to leave the country because it was costing too much to sit in their house and put the lights on. You couldn't get out of the country because there was mile long queues at Dublin Airport. That looked like the apocalypse. And that was at the end of May 2022. Can you remember those pictures and those scenes? And then in July and August, I was like, no, lads, I'm going to carry. I'm not I'm not dealing with that thing that I heard from everyone. Everyone I know that went away went to the airport and all the stories that I got back were, you see all these pictures on the news and everything. And then everyone I knew was like, oh, the flight's tomorrow, but I'm leaving now. And then they're like, yeah, I just went through security in 10 minutes. 
And you're like, what, what the fuck's going on? But then also there was this, those other people that had, like you, who hadn't booked a foreign holiday and were getting off on home. I'm like, oh, look at all those stupid fucks at the airport queuing up. We're going to Kerry. Fuck them. <laughs> you were getting off on it, weren't you? You were like, so clever. Look at us. And you know what? There was great drying in Kerry as well. Great <laughs> drying in Kerry. Had all the clothes washed by the time and dried naturally in Kerry fresh air by the time I came back home. Mwah. Fiesta resistance. Did you feck off? We went away. We went away in August and it was all it was all grand. It, like that's when when we eventually went it's away like a million years ago but we went away but wasn't there something about getting back into the airport the first time being back in the airport if you weren't involved in the mile long queue because i've got friends that went with their two children yes and, you know the fella went that way with the bags the missus got into the queue and they, it was like tactical they they had it all planned out it was like go 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 it was like an arnold schwarzenegger movie and then and and it was stressful like really they were stressed out and when i got there I was like, this is amazing. Like, because you drink wine straight away. You're wondering, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to buy myself something in the duty free. This is going to be amazing. Like, I love the airport. I freaking love the airport. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the airport. I could be in the airport all day, just people watching. There's just such a buzz about the airport. I love seeing the people rushing with bags. I'm like, oh, I want to stop them. Just tell me what's happening. Where are you going? What's going on? What, what are, where, where are you going? I love all that. But it was... um. The airport with the kids and the traveling and whatever it was actually all grand but I was just like I couldn't remember how to travel so I was like can I bring this with me can I I'd be saying to Shane can I do I need to put this in the clear bag I I couldn't remember how anything happened brought the vape as well so the new ah. vape would clip it off because usually we have to we have to empty out the liquid so Shane was like you'll have to empty that out and I was like I'm going to take my chances went through security fine so the second we got through so yeah it's not pretty good <laughs> or you're in the airport vaping away no <laughs> no totally wasn't that's that's not a thing that i that's not a thing that i do like i would no. never i would never no, do that sure i was going to australia i was going to portugal <laughs> <laughs> no i'd never vape in an airport Anyway. <laughs> I always do that too. I'm just look. <laughs> do you know what? This Christmas, right? If I the videos about the coming home, just give it a fucking break. We've seen how many videos now do you think you've seen about people coming home at this stage of the game? It's oh. up in the hundreds. Up in the hundreds. Oh, over the years. Yeah. Like when ah, they yeah. started doing them, you were like, oh my God, you'd nearly have a tear in your eye yourself. You would have a tear in your eye. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. But like now I'm just like, look, just share it in the fucking family WhatsApp group. I've had enough. There's only so many times I can watch an L one in a kitchen with a tea towel over her shoulder and fucking, I mean, some of them are getting real shit. Some of them are getting like, our Darren came home from Liverpool <laughs> months. You're just like, so he was on a stag. Darren was on a stag and we're doing the welcome home video. Oh my God, it's Darren. Yeah, he missed his flight. He got the fair flight. <laughs> so you want to set down a requirement. 
daughter hope for the first time in 30 years absolutely go crazy do your video yeah oh i i think we need to up the ante now okay we definitely definitely need to up the ante i want yeah i I, (laughs) i want women coming home to their mothers and they've got seven kids or something do you know what i mean this kind of like she got engaged big whoop big whoopity whoop whoop I you just saw the like, ring before she was leaving the country. You knew she was getting engaged. She's Irish. She's probably been engaged for five years. Let's be fair. Do you know what I mean? Now, Irish person is getting engaged and six months later married. They're fairly long engagements, aren't they? Yeah. How long are you engaged, you mad bitch? <laughs> A long time. You just get engaged just something to get mom. We got engaged. We got engaged. We got engaged, yeah. I think the, the planning on getting engaged is the weirdest thing ever because you're engaged. If you're planning on getting engaged, you're engaged, right? Yeah, or all this shit about like, oh, give us a look at the ring. Oh, you did well. But you told him what ring to get or you were there when the ring was purchased. Or you bought it yourself. You bought it yourself. You're like, this yeah. like, don't be giving me this. So you're telling me now he knows ring sizes and he knows the style and he's just, you're just going to go out and limb and spend however many grand. And you're not going to be involved. Also, I just, I do think that's who, who does like who do, for something that's like, if you're getting a ring and it's like over a grand, are you trying, even if someone was to give me a 500 euro, sorry, a 400, I'd be like, no, I have to be in what? Yeah. Someone choosing something. Now, to be fair, I have gone the whole, oh my God, he chose that fair play to him. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. I just don't think I trust anyone to to do it no I no 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 definitely not or I wouldn't if there was an option to go and be involved I'd go and be involved you know what other things you might say to your partner well no you sorted out well me I would I would say well you sort that out then you you look into it whatever not with something like that I'd be like I'm I'm getting fully involved in that I'll go do it myself do you think because on July 17th, Benifer got married in Vegas? I'm pretty sure Jennifer Lopez was involved in picking out that ring. Oh, my gosh. What? What's can, wrong? Now, with the Benifer thing, can you imagine how much her mates had to backtrack? Imagine the shite they've been talking about Ben for years. <laughs> I oh never thought about that. Imagine her mates texting her going, oh, my God, she's... Oh my God, the tattoo. What the fuck? The um, state of him. Oh my God. You're so right. The WhatsApp, it was all there. They've spent 20 years shitting on him. Shitting on him. Oh my God. That is amazing. If you think of all her exes, obviously, Mark Anthony, she has kids with him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he's not like a tabloid kind of person. All the other exes have kind of. There was the baseball player. There was the backup dancer. The Puff Daddy. Oh, Puff Daddy. Yeah, but you know what I mean? There's nothing that you'd go, mm-hmm. look, look at what P. Diddy's up to now. Well, maybe the name thing. You might be like, he's changing his name again. <laughs> you definitely comment on that. And Alex Rodriguez seems like, he seems not, yeah. Like if you're yeah. going out with Jennifer Lopez and you're looking at other women, please cop on. Please. I know. Like, what's the point? What's the point? What are you up to? But I feel like Ben would have been the one that the mates would have been like. Dodged a bullet there. He's in Vegas again. 
He's doing, oh, see what he's doing there now. And the tattoo, he's had a breakdown. You're so right about the tattoo. The day that the mate saw the tattoo, they would have been like, look at the state of this. You skip, oh, geez, I know it's a long time ago, but God, you really did. You escaped there. You escaped, yeah. yeah. I always really. Are you in Vegas with him? <laughs> I always read, because it's so funny. I always really liked Jennifer Garner. Yeah, well, she's very likable. Very likable. What a little too likable. Nah, come on, give her a break. Well, it's just like she's making cookies again on Instagram. I'm like, come on. Her plate her. She was married to him for years. Let her make cookies. Let yeah. her make the cookies. I want, I want, it's now time to for I want to see who she's riding. I want her to be getting a good, filthy ride. You know what I mean? She is, though. She's good out with someone. Always good looking. I wish she okay, good, Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very into wholesome you know what I mean yes she definitely has a washing line of clothes horse yeah she doesn't we've seen the videos of her with her she's no, got, but she, no, but like she five dryers she seems very homemakery and probably would starch things and yeah the perfect the perfect wife she's the mom in the whatsapp group now who's organizing the present for the teacher at Christmas yes Yes. And it'll be a tasteful one, not just a bottle of black tower or blue nun. Like, you know, yeah. she'll have done something. Oh, no, right. It'll be, it'll be I, you know, these people that have like nice wrapping paper. And handmade cards and, you know, and I just fuck a voucher at you and go. She's got a special drawer. There's definitely something about that. But what do you make of the whole J-Lo and Ben thing that they're back together? I mean, some of the look. Best of luck. And I think they're probably old enough now where, you know, they probably will give it a good old stab, I would say. But some of them pictures, I mean, and they are putting them out into the world publicly. It's very much, I don't know, it's just giving very like I'm hanging out with in the square with my new fellow when I'm 15. It's just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just. I'm never I've never thought about that in my entire life from, from now on I'm going to want to see them in the square talent like that's just gonna what, what I mean they like they're in their life 40. he's 50 and she's 52 I think unreal listen I'm happy for them they found each other again it's a beautiful thing it's modern day Liz Taylor and Richard Burton go for it guys and she seems oh, happy, yeah, yeah. happy. Like, and you see, the thing that worries me more about them selfies, I could, I would say grand, but need, they don't drink. They don't drink. Again, so what's the to, when she has you a know, birthday party and she's holding champagne, I'm like, that's no seco. That's $2.99 no seco. And yeah. you don't have to drink to have crack. Remember that. No, but you do have to drink to excuse mad selfies with your partner. If you're doing mad selfies with your partner where you're both like pouting and I see the time is 2.17 a.m. I'm like, Grant, leave <laughs> them off. But I'm looking. I'm not the timestamp. No, she's doing this in the middle of the afternoon on the yacht. I'm like. I think that they look fabulous and he good luck to them. Now. He looks better. He does look and better. It's that theory of when a man has a good looking woman, it makes him look better. 
but I'm just he's always had good looking women I'm just wondering like is she at night hacking away does she have a laser a, a hyperbaric chamber to get rid of that tattoo <laughs> is she just going I don't care you lie down there I'll knock you out no you're not allowed to have drugs or anything like that but we'll do it naturally and I'm scraping that off your skin because I can't look at it <laughs> I loved how cost a thing blaring in the background <laughs> she laces it off herself if you want to hear me, I should know. <laughs> That's happening. That's what's happening in J-Lo and Ben Affleck's house without a shadow of a doubt. In July 29th of this year, it's Rebecca Vardy's account oh, was found to be true in the Wagatha Christie trial in London. Did you enjoy this? I did, but I'm really looking forward now to watching the series on Channel 4. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen is in. This is what I can't get over it. Every time I see the ad on Channel 4, I'm like, Michael Sheen, Michael Sheen. And he's a not-for-profit actor anymore. Is he? Yeah, I love, I really, really like him in the last I few years. I love him. He had this Christmas thing out last year where it was kind of a time traveler thing. And Shane was just like... He was like, oh, I started to lose the plot with it. But it was so good. I'm mad about him. I love Michael Sheen. Yeah. I love himself and David Tennant doing the lockdown oh, thing. Yeah. It was the right. only good Zoom during lockdown. Oh, 100%, yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> so good. But it's just like he doesn't care. And like, I just wouldn't have expected him to be in a courtroom drama about Wagatha Christie that was knocked together in four days. Like, I love it. Yeah. I'm. That's... um. Is it like 26th or 27th or something? Or Yeah, it's over Christmas, I think. And yeah. you can see that they're like, they're approximating the outfits. Because remember when Colleen Rooney wore the Zara dress that every hun in the world had? Yeah, yeah. And like, this woman plays things so well. Unbelievable. Like that Zara dress, I was like, you've won already. You have won for to public opinion. That's not um how she just looked in her wardrobe <laughs> like oh yeah I'll just I'll pop this on that's like a strategic everything move. about her wardrobe was planned to be the Huns will love this yeah, yeah. Rebecca starts wearing Chanel and stuff and you're like no man what are you doing no one's no one's gonna feel for you when you're not no, like no. you're not relatable now and you're the I one who is wait. relatable I can't wait to watch that it's gonna be great I do think the whole Wagatha Christie thing was phenomenal like it's dot 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 Rebecca like wow mm. wow and it just made me think of Colleen Rooney in a completely different way oh totally and you know what like so obviously it was it was magnificent but at the time where it all happened it never once occurred to me oh this is going to end up in court no do you know what I mean like that's like what like what amazing like Rebecca you're like so your agent's talking about losing a phone in the North Sea when she's on a, a ship like it's not titanic i thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean that's not what this is like what world are you all living in that you think that the judge isn't going to go clearly there were shit in that account like clearly yeah, yeah. a bunch of stories i i don't like balls to the wall fair play sir rebecca Vardy, and she'll make a fortune out of this isn't she doing an amazon documentary or something i think so yeah i <laughs> the fucking phone I mean, we've the all phone in the sea. We've all done that thing that when we've gotten a new phone, we've claimed that. Oh, have you ever done the thing of like when you claim that the what your WhatsApp's been acting a bit dodgy or something like real vague? Have you ever done that to somebody? Yeah, 
you have me blocked now. Nope. Oh, oh, I've got any, got any phone. <coughs> mad since I got a new phone. <clears throat> a new phone. It fell into the sea. That from now on, fell into the sea. I'm so sorry. I can no longer be involved in anyone's life. Fell into the sea. That was looking forward to watching that over Christmas. That's yeah. definitely going to be appointment viewing and it's going to be fantastic. With all this, there was also another drama that was based around a film. And this is Don't Worry, Darling. And the drama had been going for quite a long time. But on the 5th of September, there was the premiere at Venice for Miss Flo and yeah. Olivia Wilde. They didn't get along. What did Harry, did Harry Styles spit? Like, this was insane. It was like, it brought us back to the days of Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like all the, con that's what I compare yeah. it to, all the controversy. Did you care about any of this? Which you know, sometimes when things like that get so hyped up, I start like checking out because it's like, I just feel like it gets too contrived. And then I'm like, oh, I'll watch it in a while when all of this is, has died down. Yeah, I still haven't watched it and I I'm no. I want to. I, I did have around that time. Now, this is, uh, I mean, I'm actually ashamed of myself, but I had during that time, I was watching a lot of TikToks with Harry Styles. Yeah. Like perving over him. I was like, oh, Emma, this has to stop. And you know who I'm perving over now? What? Man, is it Matty Healy? From the 1975? Yeah. But you know what it is? He just seems like such a dickhead. He seems like such a dickhead. Harry Styles doesn't seem like a dickhead. No. Well, I knew there was something, I knew there was an element missing with Harry where it didn't feel right for me. Because he like, seems like a nice human. Whereas when you're a 38-year-old woman, you're like, do you know what? Early 20s, are they a dickhead? Fantastic. Yep. Bank, bank. Let's go. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? Guys. <laughs> Couldn't sing you a bar of one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the videos on TikTok of him milling into young ones. Do what you got to do. There was all the don't worry, darling stuff. That was on the 5th of September. And it was usurped yeah. by the news that the Queen of England, <laughs> uh, Queen Elizabeth, she had died on the 8th of September. So she's gone. <laughs> be careful there now. Don't be the Irish yeah. football team. I'm saying nothing. And then Holly and Phil. The queue drama about the 20th of September when they skipped the queue to go and see the Queen. Now, I swear to God, <clears throat> yeah. I'm sitting there going, there's food shortages. We've got a war in Ukraine. Oh, God, lads, we haven't mentioned the war in Ukraine. We probably should have mentioned. I, well, I thought you left that out because it's a, com it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't want to <laughs> go down that route. Yeah. But there's so much going on. And then I think, I, I honestly think it was a bit like Will Smith and the slap people needed... People needed that something. something frivolous as a distraction. Yeah. 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 It did seem completely over the top because they were probably, wasn't it a case of like that they were not told to sk skip the queue, but asked as members of the media or whatever. They skipped the queue, but David Beckham fucked them over because he didn't he skip the queue. But he knew he, he'd signed that deal for Qatar. So he's like, I better put some good PR in the bank. Well, he wants that knighthood like no one else wants that knighthood. He's like sitting there going, someone, 
I'm over here. Like I'm friends with William yeah. all the time. Give me the knighthood. He's mad to be a sir. But I'm sure a part of wanting that, I'm sure, yeah, obviously the honor and all the rest of it, but I'm sure it'd be great business for him as well, wouldn't it? To be a sir. Yeah, but I mean, I, he seems to be a very business-minded kind of guy. Definitely a business-minded kind of person. Yeah, like they have the greatest that. business marriage in the world. Yeah. I did watch a good bit of it though. Well, obviously I watched the, you know, the funeral, but I watched the live stream of people going into the coffin. Loved it. Ah, listen, I'm sorry now, but if she'd been up on RIP.ie, we all would have been there going very, ah, lads, ah, Charles, mad, sorry for your loss. Great turnout. I loved watching people coming in and I loved how all the people did something different. So some people kind of like blessed themselves. Some people did a kind of a half curtsy thing. Some people come in with the shopping bags. <laughs> you know, somebody would be standing there with a teenager. He would say didn't want to be there. And the man dragged them along. But this is a hysteric show with a respect or whatever. I just love I loved it. It was great. It was. We love a funeral. Yeah, we do miss Big Brother. Do you know, remember you used to watch the live stream on E4? And the oh, birthday my season. God. That was, but that was only when, like, we'd be watching them sleeping, watching yes. them sleeping at night. <laughs> Love that. And now, like, with the live streams, when I'm at home, my mom has, like, two iPads and a computer on the go. She's got mass on this one, a funeral on this one. Yeah. Lashing, lashing through them. Loves the funerals. But it was, um, I don't, I found it really funny when people were going past. And if you're not religious, totally cool. But some people just walked past. Like, there was no, like, pause for a moment and look at it. It was just yeah. stroll past. I found that. Interesting. Weird. Yeah, but even the fact that he queued for that long. Yeah. Boomed past. Yeah, I once queued for an hour and a half for Phil Babb and Jason McAteer. I get it. I totally, I totally understand why you queue. Did you? Did you? Yeah. In Easton's and Limerick, they were signing copies of their book. We queued twice. We went, we met them. We were sure that they were going to fall in love with us, us being 10 years old. And um, then we queued again in the rain to see Phil Bab and Jason McAteer. So the Queen, Jason McAteer and Phil Bab. Yeah, I queued up at the premiere of um, just the Three Musketeers because there had been a rumour going around. <laughs> there had been a rumour going around our school that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be there. This um, is the man in the iron mask. Yeah, oh... Yeah, no, no, not man. Yeah, we did not do uh, Three Musketeers one. It is Three Musketeers, but it's called oh, Man in the Iron Mask. Didn't even fucking watch. Didn't never saw the film. Never. You were so, you were so into it. Sorry, was this in Dublin? Yes, in Dublin. UTV were there to film it. Well, once you once so we thought he was going. We definitely thought he was going to show up. We thought Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be in that. <laughs> Well, once someone from Belfast in 1999 or whatever it was decided to drive down to Dublin, you're like, he's going to be here. Oh, we were revved. Now, Gabriel Byrne was there. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> I see Gabriel walking past Stephen Street News in Dublin all the time. I'm like, there he is. There he is again. It's mortified because they, you know, the way they get people to do all these, which are you now. The UTV lads getting people to fucking be chanting, Leo, Leo. <laughs> and I was like, I had a sudden realization. And the worldly 15 year old I was, I was like, oh God, this is all getting a bit. 
I think, I think they're making a show of us. I think they want to show us like a big fucking pack of agents and we're not. So was Jeremy Irons there or was it just? Yeah, Jeremy Irons and Gabriel Byrne. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. They live here. So it's like, ah, uh, yeah, we'll pop along. Leo, Leo was going to be there. I'd be more excited now about Jerry, Jeremy Irons. Uh, Irons. Even at 15. Come on, be a bit. Of, oh, you go the other way. Sorry, you need them young. No, but like this was back when I probably had, had I watched, um, would I have watched The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, that all same song. Pure Shores. What yeah. a song. What a song. So, I was never mad. I was never mad, mad about Leo, but you know what I mean? It was a bit of a day out, like. I mean, did you skip school? I don't think we did. I'm trying to think, like, there was a few things like that. Um, but I don't think, like, we... Now, I won't get into it today, but there was um, an audition for Eurostar. So that was another day out. <laughs> but I don't, I think the premiere was on a weekend. Okay, we're going to put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're going to come back and do an episode on queuing one day and get into the Eurostar audition because mine was more of the buttons. And so we'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. We'll come back. Oh my God, her with her vape, no, her fags at that stage. Fags and 10 bucks of John Player Blade, thank you. 100%. Very, um, yeah, I'm ready to sing. Yeah, I'm going to sing Mariah Carey. Very husky voice for a 14 year old. Yeah, I can get Mariah Carey, it's totally fine. And then a hero, hero, yeah, I'm ready to go, ready to go. Um, uh, also in September, Adam Levine, the lead singer of Maroon 5, he had his texting scandal with young ones asking uh, a person he'd been seeing because he was having another baby with his wife, uh, Pretty, Pretty Prinslow, uh, Pretty Prinslow, um, could he use her name for their new baby? Classy guy. It was just also b- bizarre and pathetic, wasn't it? Blech. Blech. <laughs> Love oh fuck off fuck off no, we're not buying what you're selling out of the you know I, mean? I think we all kind of knew when he was just wearing the vest tops far too much that's a sign isn't it it's, a sign. it's like it's november adam this love do you want a jumper right <laughs> do you know what i mean but sure, he kept on throwing it in the dryer. It was lovely and warm. Do you know what I mean? So then uh, moving into October, Ellen Coyne of the Irish Independent revealed the Irish dancing scandal, which shows that judges offered sexual favours to get good marks for their competitors. This is because I wanted for years to be like, lad, someone needs to do a documentary on Irish dancing because we watched yeah. cheer before with the, the, uh, the American cheerleading. Irish dancing. When he's Ellen blew that, blew that up. Did you read the text messages? I, do you know what? I couldn't believe, but I could believe it. So now Ella only Ella did Irish dancing as a child, but only in the school. And I was like, no. She, if she had been really, really into it, obviously I, we would have gone down that road, because she was into horse riding for a long time, and like during a lot of that, I was a single parent. Okay, but I remember her horse riding instructor used to shout at them, "Ride them like you stole!" And so it was like it wasn't like you know what I mean. There's lot you see that people think horse riding is just like mad posh, but like there's lots of different people doing horse riding anyway. But still, it's expensive no matter where you're from. <laughs> she never got into the horse, or she never got into the Irish dancing as much. She only did it in school, 
But even at that level, fuck me, you'd be in a community hall for three days without any ventilation or yeah. like no windows open and you just have that tape just nah, 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 on repeat. Yeah. It's always like, it would always be like, you know, Maybank holiday and all this kind of shit. And now I do have a cousin who is into a fairly lively and it just seemed, it always seemed crazy like the amount of money and why are you putting wigs on four-year-olds? That we compared when my niece used to be into it and we compared her Irish dancing costume, which was hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds. Of, like it was ridiculous. Yeah, to, for a child. My, to my sister's one from the 70s or 80s or whatever. Yeah. And I talk about up her hoop in comparison to being down at the knees. Yeah. Just a couple of decades ago. And for the white Irish kids who were doing Irish dancing, like it's blackface at this stage. Like it's yeah. that that level of tan. And then the wigs, like you're affected, the spine, their spine is going to be ruined. Like forget the, forget the horse riding. Those wigs are massive. But I know people are really, like I totally get it. I can get why people are into it. It's and I can, I totally, yeah, and I totally understand if that's what they're all wearing, it's not really your job as a parent to like go. I it is so. Like why are we encouraging children of the age of six to put on five bottles of fake tan oh yeah but like if you're the parent say like you say you're the parent of the child and you have uh your kid is really really into Irish dancing and they get through whatever whatever and they've got the big competition coming up and they obviously get some note or email about what everyone's expected to wear you don't really want to say to your kid now well look this is all a load of bollocks we're going to make a stand you're going to be Aaron Brockovich, this Irish dancing company, and go out and wear, you're going to have a pair of opaque tights on you and, you know, a black dress from pennies. If my mom had said something like that to me, I was like, punch her in the face, you know, but like, I'm saying it has, it's, it's too hard for the parents to be the ones to kind of make the change. It has to become higher up. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I just, I do think it's weird. I think it's really weird. Oh, it's totally bizarre. Girls being that sexualized. In, in so, that we're like, yeah, it's totally fine. It's grand. Like yeah. when the scandal came out about offering sexual, I was like, yeah, this makes this tracks. I wasn't surprised. Were you surprised? No. 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 Again, Emma's the one who's going now. Are we going to get sued? We'll edit all this out. It'll be fine. No. Well, that's, I mean, the facts are there. We're not saying anything that isn't like. And the facts are there about James Corden being a bit of a dickhead because that happened on the 17th of October where the head of Balthazar restaurant in New York City came out and said he's banned because he's an asshole. God, everyone seems to like not really like him. But he's doing very well for himself, hasn't he? Like, was there that moment where everyone turned because he was doing so well and then he went to America and then it was like, oh, fuck him. Yeah, I don't know when it happened. I remember when my mom found... It happens to everyone, doesn't it? Does it? I yeah, I suppose everyone has a moment where people are like, no, we don't like you now. I remember when my mom told me, she told me about carpool karaoke because she'd found it on YouTube and she was telling, she was saying it to me like it was like, oh, I've just lately heard this. I've just found this really new cool thing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I must check it out. I must check it out. 
but um yeah you see the, the whole like if you're shit in restaurants and i mean people that's gonna get when you're if you're shit when you're sober that's gonna get out yeah yeah it's gonna get out isn't it that's, that's gonna get out there's not being shit when... about them there's a lot of stories i'm trying to think of somebody in a similar position where there's not lots of stories about but i can't so yeah, no, his stories are like I subscribe to Pop Bitch. And I mean, every week I would say almost at least once a month, there is a James Corden story. Like for the last five years, without a shadow of a doubt, they're always like, listen to this, listen to this. Yeah. This. And I think the bit about what you're, you know, the bit about him uh, stealing Ricky Gervais's word for word. Well, now, wasn't that a writer who said, fuck him, I'm going to fuck him up? Yeah, and I think in fairness to him, uh, like Ricky even said that, like, there's no way that he took that. No way. So arrogant that he's like, I'm just going to use this now because I fancy. Yeah, I like I like that bit of material. Oh. I'll take that. As James Corden was happening, um, there was also this something happening in Ireland that took over for a few days. Oh, yeah. Leo Varadkar's lunchbox. And that is not a euphemism. Leo's lunchbox that he put in his fridge that the Food Safety Authority of Ireland came out and said, do not store your food this way because people genuinely thought that he kept his food in the fridge without lids. And he had to apologise to his partner, Matt, for putting it up on Instagram because it looked so bad. I just think Leo has to stop sharing pictures of his food. But he, he wants to, because I think, you know, going viral for something like that I is good. Remember the Battenberg, remember the tiny little cake. I do remember the Battenberg. I just feel like he needs to, like, just, okay, I know you probably got a few things on the list, but just food, tick, don't put that on Instagram. Most most people can, like, show their food or what they eat, and people just go, oh, yeah, it's you've tried a few times now. You just, and people think you're a weirdo. But is it not genius? Because we get distracted by, oh, look at this, and we'll discuss his food for a few days rather than the policy of there being over 3,000 children homeless. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. I think it's good. I think it's thought yeah. out. I'd love to talk to like a spin or like, I'd love to know, are these things planned or are they just happy coincidence? Like, oh, that's, that's a distraction now. Surely he can't take a picture of that and hope it goes, oh, maybe he does now. Wait, see the thing about it, if you're on Instagram, what? None of us really put any thought into it. It's just like, click, done, yeah. done, done, whatever. Like, it's just things that go up and then you regret doing them. Like, anytime I talk about a TV program, I'm like, why did I do this? Oh, yeah, but sure. The other night I was watching something. I watched this thing, um, uh, Bear on Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And I went to take a pic. We were just about to start watching it. And I went to take a picture of the TV and I was going to share it on Instagram. And then I realized that there was a reflection of Shane in the TV and he was the side of the shower and he was drying himself. What the fuck? <laughs> See, should have taken that. You should have put it up. Emma, five RSVP stories. Come on. I know. I should have. Yeah, with the program. <laughs> Shane will be fine with it. Shane doesn't seem to give a shit. It's fine. Yeah, I, I imagine I explained it to Shane and he was really understanding about it. He's like, oh, um, oh, sure, look, don't worry about it. Like, oh, you've, you've taken it down, though. 
well, no, it's actually it's actually doing really well. It's actually, it's actually it's kind of gone viral. It's kind of worked out pretty well for me. So <laughs> I just leave. I mean, it disappeared. Twenty four hours it disappears. <laughs> yeah, no, I shared it to my great. What's yeah, but. <laughs> Then you're just like showing him an energy bill going, look, look, you want to pay for this somehow? Huh? Huh? If you ever, if I ever post something and Shane's, <laughs> Shane's Mickey is in the reflection of something now that it's been completely orchestrated. That's, now we're all going to be waiting during dot, dot, dot. It's Rebecca Vardy's account. It's yeah. dot, dot, dot. Shane's penis. This is what we need. I'm in. Oh, I'm all in. You didn't put up, I don't think, I think I did one day. Um, of course, the <coughs> taken over towards the end of the year on the 8th of December when Harry and Meghan released the documentary and the world lost the run of itself. You Except there was it. a lot of who cares. You know when people write underneath a Kardashian story, who? And you're like, ah, shut up now, come on now. You know who they are. If you're not interested, that's fine. But this whole thing of who cares, and I don't mean that people like, oh my God, I care so much. It's just... There were millions of people who watched that. Yeah, I used to fancy Will when I was younger, Defo. Oh, did you have the poster on the wall of him when he was standing beside the river? No, I wouldn't have taken it that far. I would have I would have probably kept that one to myself in terms of like, I wouldn't have told my brothers that I fancied. <laughs> you couldn't in Ireland. You couldn't say that you fancied one of them. I know. We'd all say to each other. No, no, I think it was I think it was all fair game then. You were allowed to talk about Diana because we all like Diana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it to the establishment. We're allowed to talk about Diana and the sons. And oh. then outside that, it was kind of like. Yeah. Because it is the whispered thing of, you know, when Charles was there when he was signing stuff. Yes. Like, get away with the pen. Get away. I thought it was brilliant. I was like, yeah, he's been raised in privilege. Of course, he doesn't hold his own ink holder. Who has an ink holder, but he's not using a big biro? Oh, yeah. I freaking yeah, loved I it. I was like, that's who he is. Great. Show a bit of emotion. He's obviously, I don't know. And how long did that funeral drag on for? A long, long time. Long, long time. Oh, just like, stressed off his head. Just like this podcast has dragged on for a mm. long, long time. Go make me dinner. It's been, it has been 2020 year in review. Um, towards yeah. the end, I genuinely was there going, am I fainting? Am I fainting now? Like the, the, I, after fainting? all of my liquids, I'm like, I need more. How are you feeling? How is this not COVID? Like I don't, all my bones feel like glass. Everything is sore. I don't understand how it's not COVID. And I had COVID last Christmas and you know what? It was lovely. Yeah. Not like say that, but it was, it was nice. It was nice. You have a couple of days left in work as well, haven't you? I'm gra- I'll am i be grand now. I'll go to bed straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll be fine by tomorrow morning. Cause you know what? I'm going to get himself to get me a pack of paracetamol in every shop on the way home. Because that's what happens. It's like, I'm just going to go to a different pharmacy and get, just get it in that pharmacy. Like you can't, that's what, that's what I hate about it. It's like, you know, I'm going to a different pharmacy to buy it in another pharmacy. Just sell it to me here. <sighs> Sorry, pharmacist. Sorry, chemist. And on that, on my drug taking note. I know, I just, that's why I said nothing. I said, I'm just going to let her run with that. <laughs> See where we go. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. We didn't get to talk about the Pete Davidson having the best year ever. Um, I'm sure he'll come up again. And plenty of other things. Um, I have been Maureen O'Connell. I've been Emma Doran. This is the podcast and another thing. And as she caresses her deer horns, 
milks them essentially. Emma, would you like to tell people where they could get a fantastic Christmas present? Oh, look at you, you're fucking dying there. And you're giving me a plug. I'm going on tour in 2023. Um, there's another date added tomorrow. What? So I'm not gonna be off the I'm not off the plug train. That sounds bad. Anyway, I'm going and stuff is sold out. It's going really yeah. well. Yeah, so one of them's nearly gone. So anyway, I'll get to the point. I'm going on tour in 2023, Dublin, Cork, Galway, loads of other places. Emmadorincomedy.com. Please support me. And I'm going to have um the plan is that I'm just going to get a massive clothes dryer what are they called clothes horse and that'll be your stage prop yeah and we'll just put family pjs on it no Beautiful we get to go on tour and out some stage no not hating megan and harry has destroyed everything for us that's it it's over not hating them no it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine um, well listen um, i hope you feel better and everyone, happy Christmas. This is the last episode before indeed Christmas Day, but there will be an episode on Christmas Day. Uh, I can't remember what we recorded, but basically Emma Doran uh, defames everyone and we're pretty it's, sure we're going to get sued. It's not on Christmas Day, surely not, is it? No, it's coming out after Christmas Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, have a lovely Christmas, bye-bye. Bye. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.